New week, new us, new mess. We are back. Another episode. Another week of craziness. Another. Whew, it's. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm just. They have a lot of questions. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, we're back. It's another week of Mega Shane. Here to bring all of the latest stuff from the Geek to the Sheik. Uh, you know, Sometimes about. the freaks. That's it. That's it. Because you know, um, it's, it's been interesting talking about people who are being freaky. Because it's been a lot of, y'all been telling y'all business online a lot. <laughs> I don't know what Y'all love. I need to understand. Like y'all love to show your stuff, show your business, tell something like too much of your business, like your gag reflexes and stuff. And let there be a surprise. I saw that. I saw that. I was like, "Y'all doing that already?" Let let this be a gift. Like let these people find out. Like, oh, you know, not like, well, damn, I already know what you can do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is the advancement of the twenty first century, but y'all. You know, your, your quotation are just out here on the internet. And I'm just like, okay, I'm still a classic old ho to believe that you get that and you deserve that, but in the privacy of somebody's bedroom. But that's just me. I will say, in defense of these new kids, like, um, they don't care. <laughs> they really don't. And that could be a good or bad thing. That's true, and, and, but you know, you know, each of I'm sure they thought we were doing the most back in the nineties. Mean, we probably were. Uh, I still like to keep my secrets though, because I wanted you to be surprised. You know, like you know, who I really got me something versus well, I already know I'm about to be in. But you know, y'all keep it up. Let's keep going. <laughs> right. So how are you doing? Um, I've been all right. I'm feeling kind of crummy. Uh, physically, I think I'm coming down with something. But uh, this past weekend, it was really interesting. Um, so the boyfriend was booked at another uh another show, another Saturday night show at uh, the uh, bar complex down here, and they had a couple of guests from uh I think they were from Houston. Um. Somewhere around Texas. I don't remember where. And they were All-American goddess and, excuse me, uh, gent winners, uh, Alexis Nicole Whitney, and, oh my God, I'm going to forget this boy's name, uh, Cielo. Um, What was interesting about Alexis is that she's completely blind. So when I say blind, like somebody had to help her on the stage. And it was really cool to see for that moment, there was no bullshit or no, you know how the gays can be in the bar on a Saturday night. It was cool and refreshing to see everybody just for that one moment, you know, give her their attention and recognize that she is a good queen. And she has to be a good queen because she won All-American Goddess. 
And if you don't know about All American Goddess, it started, I want to say, back in 2007. The first winner was Latoya Bacall, and then it was uh, India Farrow is a past winner. Alexis Mateo is a past winner. Um, it's a huge, big pageant. Um, it was it was really cool to see. Um, other than that, nothing really much has been going on. Um, the knee is still holding up, thank God. Because I was worried that it was just going to be like a fluke and then it was going to go back to hurting. What else? Um, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm catching up on Empire. I'm catching up on something with meaning. I'm like, it is just the messiest of mess. I'm like, what's. What's really going on? But I will say they do have an attractive ass cast. They do. And like Neon Long is on here. I think um oh gosh, what is her name? She was in uh Desperate Housewives. Uh Eva Longoria. I think she's gonna be in an episode. Uh, I haven't got to it yet. It's like I said, it's messy. And you know how uh, Lee Daniels is in his mess. But at least everybody got a job, right? I guess so. Yeah, I guess. It's it's a lot. You know, I haven't taken that show since the first... I watched the first episode of the second season and I was done. I was like, okay, good come out. Um, but no, I've been too immersed in my Game of Thrones because, you know, it, it, they have been clowning so much, and so much has been going on. We got ice dragons, we got um, incest, we got. <laughs> they broke. do like that uh, that incest on that show. We're getting ropes getting slashed, everything. This last episode was everything um, because we saw some. Okay, so I I have a problematic crush, and it's Littlefinger, and Littlefinger is kind of a villain. He was not to be trusted, but he's a very good looking man. He was actually in the original. Uh, Chris, I can't remember what his role was. was the in, one in the UK? Yeah, he was in that. Oh, okay. He was in The Wire. He aged really well. He's really cute. Um, but John Snow showed his butt, and I grew up it. It was very nice. It's worked out very well. John Snow's always kind of been the hottest one. Up, you know, next to Jamie Lannister. And, but the hottest of the hottest was Jason Momoa, but he's no longer there. But the ones who are there now, that's what I have to focus on. Um, but it, it's been fire. It's been wonderful. Um, this episode that was out recently. If y'all get a chance to look at the last episode, you can get, you can get caught up because it's going to take another 300 years before they start the next season. <laughs> so you have- yeah, didn't they say like the ne- the last the last season of Game of Thrones was not supposed to be released until like 2019? Yep. So y'all got like, we might not even be here 2019. Well, we gonna be. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> be taken out. I'm going to be here. You're going to see me just like Miley Cyrus walking around talking about <laughs> they try to keep on your favorite bitch. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, I would be right there on somebody's boat. <laughs> but no, but that's been really good. And um, the Defenders were on last week. I don't know if you even saw the Avengers. I mean, no, the Defenders. I didn't see it. 
It was cute. It was cute, even, you know, Iron Fist was, you know, I could stomach it. I really don't have a problem. You know, everybody has a problem with Iron Fist. I really didn't have a problem with Iron Fist in this. Um, it was focused on too much, but, you know, everything else was fine. There were some things they could have done better. Um, Selena Weaver was wasted, I feel like, as a character. Um, one of the characters I wanted dead, he was one of the hand, the Asian guy was one of the hand members. He was killed. I was happy because he got on my nerves. Um, but besides that, it was a good watch. It was a good weekend watch. It wasn't like the best, but it did was it good. leave it open for a second season? Mm, it did, but I don't want one. I don't, I don't think one. that's my. I don't think that's necessarily required. Yeah, I don't think we need one. But I really liked, and of course, um, the guy who plays Daredevil. His name is Charlie. His lips. I don't know what it is about his lips. And Does he that. have any? Yes. <laughs> look him up. Look him up. Look up Daredevil, and just look at him in the mask. Because it was the way his lips look. It's like you just want to kiss him. Like, it's like it's like that type. Like he he's a thirst trap, and he's like he's a thirst trap that's not a thirst trap, but is a thirst trap. It works. It just really works. Um, and you get you get plenty of Miss Tonight and Colleen Wing. Um, and speaking of that, we'll get in that now, Miss P. But I was very happy to see. You. The mystery that we know um, today. So let's just go ahead and jump into on May's while we this because this thing's ready to start. Let's get into it. Um, speaking of that, if y'all have not seen Miss Tonight, a new picture of Miss Tonight will be featured in the second season of um, Luke Cage. She has the bionic arm. If y'all did not know, she lost her arm in Defenders. And so she now has Spoiler her. Spoiler alert. Y'all don't know by now then. <laughs> it's too much. So she um, has her bonnet on and they show pictures of it today. I don't know if you saw it, but if you did, what did you think? Um it looked it looked good. It looked realistic. Um it looked like um she's ready to fuck shit up with that arm. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if she's going to have, you know, like some iOS updates to it or whatnot, or if there's a, maybe some kind of pre, some kind of hint that Tony Stark is going to be in this next season or hints at it. I don't know. Um, But it looked good. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Actually, I am hoping this, and personally, we can talk about it, but since this is going to be Luke Cage second season, we could see some other characters within that area. Now, as you know, yes, Tony did make that arm, but what if it was someone else? What if it was Riri Williams? What if it's true? I mean, I'm not sure where she's located, but she could be living over there and be like, you know, attending school somewhere and then heard about this and decided to. Like, hey, I have a big thing. I don't know. You never know. But you know, it would be neat if that, or if we do see Tony, I wouldn't mind seeing Tony. I don't have a problem with Iron Man making fairs. I don't know if they would go with Riwi being in that, in the Luke Cage. Because it seems like with, I know uh, Robert Downey Jr. is coming up on at the end of his contract, so they might like phase him out one way or another just to add somebody else in there and to me Riwi would be the only viable person to take up that iron 
man mantle in the cinematic universe. Who knows? I mean, or if she is, she could be like this future as somebody's visiting cousin or somebody. Something's happening. Who knows? But I'm just glad to see the art. I'm just glad to see that. That makes me really think about the fact that we couldn't get Daughters of the Dragon. Because uh, there was a lot of good conversation between those two and Defenders. So you never know. You never know. And by the way, everyone, today, we're going to just keep, this is going to be basically a new show. So we're going to be basically just talking about everything that's been happening. Since we've been gone, um, Last week, we're going to kind of just give you all the news of all the stuff happening right now. Right. So what else do we have? Well, oh, I saw that you um, brought my attention to this app that is showing the F out about getting rid of people with HIV. That bear app was in the app? Yeah. um, It was... Let me find it here, because this was a mess. Why are we... Like, why are you... I get, part of me understands what they're trying to do, but it still feels like that's not to the person. You know what I'm saying? That's not to the person that they want to interact with someone who's HIV positive or not. So the app, the app is called daddy bear and it it shows it's attempting to connect wealthy gay daddies with healthy gay bears so what the app is actually doing it's uh banning anybody that is uh hiv positive or living with uh aids and they um there's a when they put out some kind of press release or i don't know what it was they said that oh we lived in a time where we knew who we knew how to take care of ourselves or some kind of bullshit like that. And then the, the founder or the creator of this app said that, Oh, we knew what we were doing back then. And we're basically quote unquote clean, basically stigmatizing people who were living with HIV and AIDS. And that's what it was. And it's like in 2017, we are still doing this. I'm like, come on now. I just thought that this down so ridiculous. I mean, as I said, this is let that be the choice of the person. Because you can't stop somebody. Look at, you know, they can fall in love with, you can fall in love with anyone, but look at fall in love with someone who is HIV positive. Are you telling me, oh, you're not going, you can't do that now on this app. Like, I feel like that you can't do that. Um, and I think that they need to be aware of what they're, the message they're, they're pushing out. Right, exactly. Almost like how they did things in the eighties. Like it's not a death sentence anymore, and it's not people are, are going around infecting people on purpose. You know, it's like they, I just don't get what they were trying to get, what they were trying to do with this. I just think it was very, very petty, very ridiculous. And I, you're right; it's not a, a death sentence anymore, and a lot of breakthrough has been made in the terms of combating HIV and AIDS. I think I think it was in Cuba that they have stopped the transmission between child and mother. Mm-hmm. Um, there were studies shown that um, the HIV virus had been killed in certain people 
certain clinical trials. So I would say in like the next 15 to 20 years that we could be actually seeing like HIV cures. I hope so. I I really do. Right. I hope so. You think about how long we've come to where we have prep now. And so I just feel like that as we are continuing to go along, we're going to get close. Um, but again, hey, the, you know, this app, Daddy Bear, whoever you are, you're wrong for that. And hopefully you all rethink this strategy. So what else do we have? Well, speaking of more foolishness within our community, the Nashville statement. I don't know if you heard about this. I didn't hear about this. Well, what's going on in Nashville? Well, back in my home state, um, there were a Christian group who decided that they wanted to <laughs> basically create this new message or kind of a, a statement basically saying that they don't want us in church around anybody. They don't want any. They just don't want, they still think that we're immoral. It's just a bunch of stupid evangelical trash. Um, but this came from a group called the Council on Biblical Manhood and Womanhood. That name. Um, and they were sponsored by the Ethic and Religious Liberty Commission, which is a branch of the Southern Baptist Commission, which is another big mess of foolishness. Um, but they came up with this statement um, that basically discriminates against us. So they had a lot of different articles. I think it's like up to 15 articles or whatever. Um, one of the articles says this. It's Article 10. We affirm that it is sinful to approve of homosexual immortality and transgenderism. <laughs> um, and such approval constitutes an essential departure from Christian values. And I yes, they also said this. We deny the approval of homosexual immortality and gender and or transgenderism, that's the word they're using, is a matter of <laughs> is a matter of moral indifference about which otherwise faithful Christians should agree to disagree. <laughs> the statement this big old statement is ridiculous and they also have everybody who signed it. If you look at who signed it, it's mostly men. So where this womanhood of group, I don't in this group, I don't know who they are, but it's mostly men. So here you go, you got a bunch of white men speaking for um, women and everybody else in this statement. And it's being dragged on social media right now as we speak. It is it's trending. So it is trending and people are dragging it to hell. But Nashville has not has kind of been better with issues with ordinances and everything else. Um, but this statement just came out of nowhere. So of course it's getting dragged. And it's still sad that again in 2017 we're dealing with this. Oh, Nashville. Of course. <laughs> Nashville. I'm gonna be in Nashville in a few weeks. So I'm just going to We've been home to some of my favorite clubs, The Connection. Um, one of the Connections has been too. Connections and other nice clubs. Nice Connections shopping. was in Louisville, wasn't it? Yeah. So actually, they had the Connections down in uh, 
Yeah. Nashville? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't think I've ever... Have I ever been to Nashville? I don't even think I've been to Nashville. What? You need to go to Nashville. That's fine. Yeah. It's the new hub now. It's the... It's the uh, as they say, it's the LA of the South. All right. Now I know that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. The LA of the South. What? Yeah, they're trying to tell us. Like they, no, we had... Um, because of, you know, a lot of different entertainment things. We're now going to Nashville. They are trying to paint it as the uh, L.A. of the South. I was like, you know what? Don't do that. L.A. ain't the L.A. I know. L.A. is <laughs> LA, So let's not even try to play that. <laughs> anyway, now go check out this statement. If you like laughing at a bunch of Christian foolishness, look at the Nashville statement. Just Google that. Or actually just go and it's a hashtag. Go and check it out on Twitter. It is ridiculous. And again, it just reminds us of how evangelical Christians are the worst. Um, again, they're just the worst. Think about Jeff, like what's his name? Joel Olstein and his foolishness recently. Bitch got a big ass church. He didn't want to open it up. People are dying and he didn't want to open his church. Up. Right. Yeah, he don't want to get the furniture f- fucked up. That's what that was. I'm like, uh, and then, then somebody had the nerve to say, well, church isn't, you know, isn't for, isn't that type of, it's not a shelter. It's supposed to be a right. Shelter. I'm like, isn't that the whole point? Y'all saying that the, the church is supposed to be the shelter. And then five seconds later, you say, oh, but the church is not the shelter. I'm like, but didn't you just say that? And any, it's even in the Bible. But Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 4, 6. This says that this tabernacle is considered a shelter in the midst of. The heat, the, the heat, the something, and a storm. So I'm just like, you can interpret it as you will, but a tabernacle is a church. Right. <laughs> and, and if guys consider the shelter, this house should be this one. Like, I was thinking like, okay, y'all, like, that's not the end. I was like thinking, isn't that the point of a church? <laughs> of all the places. Open the doors to the church. As I was saying, a family, it's a family. Like, as you, as you know what I'm saying, I'm like, okay, how dare you say something like that? Um, and not really think about the meaning of that. But yeah, a lot of people are saying, well, the church is not like the shelter. I'm like, oh, you better read that Bible again. Right. <laughs> oh, well, what are we talk about now? All that Ed Screen. How do you say his last name? Screen? It's yeah. yeah. So Ed, he was originally cast in uh, the reboot of Hellboy as Major Ben. Is it Damio? Yeah, something like that. Don't give me the name. So the fictional character is Japanese American. Ed isn't Japanese American. <laughs> and. First off, like, why are they doing a reboot of Hellboy? Wasn't it just... Didn't they just get finished with the, the sequel to the other one? Well, I always said it, it's been a good 10 years. Okay. So I, 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 I was like, okay. 10 years, okay. <laughs> well, that's a question in itself of why they so quick to do a reboot of something that's not even that old. But anyway... um. So, of course, everybody was like, okay, this is yet another example of how Hollywood whitewashes whitewashes roles, particularly roles that are, that have a, an Asian 
background to it. We saw it in Aloha. We saw it in Doctor Strange. We saw it in Ghost in the Shell. We saw it in The Great Wall. We see it constantly. So Ed actually backed out of the project saying that he comes from a a multicultural background and he couldn't, after doing some research on it, he's like, I can't fully be a part of this. So he stepped out, which garnered a lot of praise and, you know, attaboys from a lot of people, which was good because it goes to show you that you can step out of the role. You know, it's not just a money thing or a a status thing or, you know, trying to further your own career. It's You can't do that. And I think he's going to get more roles now than he was if he'd stayed in the, in the role. Yeah. Because, like, he's not one. Like, he's not that big of a name. I think he was in one of the Transformer movies. I think he was in Deadpool. I think he was Deadpool. Yeah, he was in Deadpool. I don't know which character he was. Oh, he was the main villain guy. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, he was kind of forgettable. Yeah, he was kind of forgettable. He was Francis. And um, I think he was in Game of Thrones originally. He got that to do something else. Uh, too, I think he did do the transport. But um, he, he took the, you know, he stepped down from that, which was really great. And I think, you know, he had more to lose than the others. You know, Sandra and because they will always have their role. She will always be Black Widow until she leaves. But she's that. Um, but I just found it very interesting that he took that risk. And I think that was a good way of doing it. Because I think that, as you were saying, this would be helpful for his career. Because people would be like, he's a man of his principles. Um, and I also think, you know, with the power of Twitter and social media, keeping being on task about this, um, I guess that made him really think. So maybe he and his agent got together and be like, do you want a career? Because <laughs> we might need to step away from this. Exactly. So good on Ed. And I think I think he'll be okay. He'll he'll going to get some more roles, some more better roles. And hopefully the casting people over at Hellboy will recognize that they have to have, for this particular role, a person of the same ethnic descent as the fictional character needs to be cast. But, you know, they, they're hard-headed, so they'll probably just cast another white person and say, oh, we didn't. We didn't realize or we didn't we didn't think that it was going to be such a big deal when you have the evidence right in front of you. You see this again, I'm just trying to figure out what is the thought process when it comes to stuff like this. And I feel like y'all see reactions when, when this stuff happens. I'm just like y'all have to do better. And you can't sit up and say we didn't know. I said, really? Because I feel like everybody else knows. Why is it the average person knows and you don't? You're being paid to know. Mm-hmm. I'll be paid, you know. It's a difference when we sit up here talking about it. Y'all shouldn't know it. If someone's paying me, especially money, if you went to school for it, yeah, and y'all paying me the money that y'all paying them, I feel like I I would know everything I need to know. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to do right. your best job to keep that money coming, and y'all doing this this poor work. It's just ridiculous. That's like the the Death Note that came on uh, Netflix. 
Um, I think William Defoe said that I didn't, I didn't look at the original source material because I didn't feel the need that I needed to. I'm like, well, <laughs> then how can you even base your character on? How can you give your character any kind of life if you don't know where it's coming from? Yeah. If you just, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. A part of me would give him a slight pass because, again, the voice, you know, could have been anybody. You know, to play um, this, this, you know, this demon guy. Um, but I did I did watch it. I don't know everybody else did. I know some people did. I watched it. Um, you had time to watch it? Well, it was called I'm, it was something to do Saturday night. And so, no, I started Friday night. And I didn't finish it Friday night. I was like, okay, I was bored with it. Um, and I haven't seen the original. I've seen pieces of the original. Well, I'm gonna go back and watch the original because Hulu. Do you see Hulu and they shady ass sit up there and <laughs> post it? Um, you know, please watch the. You know, please watch Death Note. They had the original on Hulu. Oh, I'm like, I was like, y'all ain't slick, <laughs> y'all shady asses. But anyway, watch the movie. I didn't really much care for it. I wanted the main two characters to die. I wanted them dead. I was like, okay, y'all boring. But I will give. I think his name is Lakeith. Keith Hamilton, I can't remember his last name. Um, he played L, and you know, a lot of people were upset because he was black playing L. But he did a very good job. Like I was really into his character than any mm-hmm. other character. So I would I can get the an hour and a half back, or at an hour, two days, two nights of watching the movie. Um, one of the characters did die, and I was happy for that because they again the two main characters um Light and I think Amy is her name. I just did not care for them. I just wanted them to die. What's um, the white character's name? Really named Light. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they really did that. Okay. If you get a chance, if you get bored enough, just look at it. I looked at it so I could talk about it, but I was like, it was just boring. I just didn't really feel it. And no shade to um, the guy who put it together because the guy who. He's a talented person. I'm not gonna. I can't remember his name right now. But I'm not gonna shade him because he's talented. I just didn't really think that we needed this. Like we didn't have to have this. It didn't. It didn't come together for me. Um, so again, this is. It's just. It was just on TV, and I was like, let me just look at it. But I found myself doing more. Like I found myself doing other things than watching that. So it didn't keep on. T- well, no wonder. <laughs> Boys, let's see what else went down. Hasbro is a mess because Hasbro. Before we get into the story, now do I don't. I feel like people don't know what Google is, and we have this conversation. I feel like every other week about Google and why you need to use it, why it's free, why it's always available. It's on your phone. I just need y'all to do better. But anyway, Hasbro decided to sue DC and mostly the toy line they have for the girl heroes or little girls, little like the little girl versions of Wonder Woman and Ronald, because they have a character named Bumblebee. But Bumblebee is the black character, and that's been her name. That's been her name since 1977. 
But Hasbro claims that you know they have the rights because of Has because of the Transformer name Bumblebee. Now Bumblebee did not show up until 1980. But they want to sue because they feel like that that you know he's getting more he gets more recognition because he's Bumblebee. And you know, they he's one of the top sellers. Um he is he ranks fourth in the top twenty-five Transformers. I still couldn't name you ten of the Transformers, and I used to play with them. So I'm super going like, how are y'all suing? Then basically, they're suing um, <laughs> to to get rid of the character or to make her think, make them change her name, even though she's been around since 1977. I don't. They say that the. I'm reading an article that was on Variety that the defendants uh, accuse the defendants and or their licensees use of the accused mark is likely to cause consumers mistakenly to believe that the accused goods emanate from or are otherwise associated with Hasbro, the suit alleges. Now, Hasbro did file a trademark for Bumblebee on in July of 2015, and then it was the trademark. It was registered December of that same year. But this seems a bit excessive. I don't. I think Hasbro is assuming that their consumers are dumbasses. As if they can't couldn't tell the difference between a literal girl that's a bumblebee and then a car that's named Bumblebee. I don't see where they <sighs> I see why legally yeah, legally I see why they're doing it, but from a consumer's standpoint, I don't see the reason for this lawsuit. I don't either, and they do it because this line, this superhero girls franchise, is killing it. Like they're like this is making money big time. They have a successful cartoon. The dolls are selling out. I remember, I remember when the dolls came out. You could not find a Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman one. Like I bought one, but you couldn't find the original Wonder Woman one for months. Um, it, when they at Comic Con, they're very popular. They're, it's very popular. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's it's something that little girls, even little boys get into. They're going to do the little, they're going to do the boy version soon because the boy version is on the cartoon. So you're going to see that soon and they realize it's a lot of money. I think they feel like they're losing out because they only Bumblebee. They're going to, they, I guess what someone explained to me is when you Google Bumblebee, you don't think of him, you think of her. And I said, well, okay, but you will still think of her to a degree because again, she's been around since 1977. Six years later, Bumblebee came along. But I feel like they won't get it confused because, again, one is a damn robot and one is a black person. <laughs> right. It's like we know that they're two different things. But if, say, Hasbro wins this lawsuit, then what What are they going to do? The uh, Are they going to have to give them some kind of percentage of all sales? I don't know. That's it's just ridiculous. It's like a big. It's like it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's it's an unnecessary. But from a legal standpoint, they do have a 
they do. Ha- it seems like they do have a, a case, but that's why we're not lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're but we are consumers, and that's why it's kind of funny that like, okay, let's like say that like if somebody called, I don't know, I don't even want to try to do it. I just feel like that is ridiculous. Again, most of us know Bumblebee. Like I feel like I know Bumblebee, both of them separately and equally. You know, like I know like what they are. But you tell me Bumblebee. From the Teen Titans, I'm like, okay, I know who that is. Right. It will be from Transformers. I would know who that is. And they both iconic. Because I would get, you know, Bumblebee was like one of the smaller ones. He's the smaller Transformer. And yellow, they was the smallest of all the toys. I get that. And I also get that Bumblebee is, you know, is a black woman, one of the, one of the few black characters that was around way back. I think she was before Vixen. I think. I can't remember when Vixen came in. Um, but. You know, she's been around for a long time. And I just like to think they can not make this a big deal. But, you know, you can look at the silver lining as people will know who Bumblebee is now. <laughs> they, will, they will see that black girl character like, oh, that's who Bumblebee is. I'm going to buy this toy. Because it's funny, that, that's another, it sells out. That Bumblebee um, doll sells out too. Because again, it's a little boy girl. So, come on. Come on, Hasbro. I'm going to buy Let's see. Um, as we go through the news, so we were out last week and there was a lot going on, especially just one big scandal piece. Josh Sweden. Uh, Who? Josh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, disclaimer I am a fan of Buffy, I am a fan of Firefly, I'm a fan of Dolphin. So I am speaking as a fan of his work, slightly biased, but I'm trying to be reasonable because I am not a lawyer, but I was in debate. And one of the rules of debate is you never take a side of the story. You start as an objective. By saying that, here we go with the story. So his ex-wife went on the the (laughs) rap.com And wrote an op-ed about how he is not the feminist person we think he is. And she got into a messy divorce and a messy marriage. He cheated on her. Uh, he admitted that to her. He told her that he was a horrible person. Um, and, you know, she was distraught by it. Like, hey, this would be. Um, they separated in 2012 and they ended their marriage in 2016. They tried to work on it, it just didn't work. About three weeks ago, she she wrote this op-ed and just spilled the beans about him and everything else, how he how she felt a certain way and all that good stuff. And again, he cheated on her and made her feel less than and everything else. I read it, and a part of me, I was I was conflicted. This is why I was conflicted. Not because he's he's one of my faves. Not because of that. But it was more of she decided to take their business into the streets. And I felt like, okay, we didn't know about this, and maybe we shouldn't have known about this. But she was like, I'm doing this so I can protect other women. Well, part of it was like, okay, or you could have went to the woman he's with and told her the tea instead of doing this. Now, a lot of people will say, um, 
and maybe some people saw it on my Facebook or on Twitter. They were saying, "Well, that's her truth. She should be able to speak it." And or they always fight with women when it comes to these things. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to be objective and say, I wouldn't want my business out there. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't want anybody to do this to me, and I wouldn't do this to anybody else, especially if you have a family, because you have to think about you're putting this back out here in the street for everybody to dissect and everybody to put this in the public court, you know, in the public court of public opinion, not really a court of public opinion, not anything else, but you're putting your side of the story out. And then, so you're opening up that wound again and your family's getting involved to where now everybody, you know, when you think everybody was good, now you're back out here with this stuff again. Uh, I understand she has the right to speak what she has to say. She does. She does. If I was her, I just wouldn't have done it. I just feel like it was a little bit petty to do that. Especially y'all been over with for a minute. So a part of me is like, and then the streets was telling me that this was being shopped around several places, like a variety Hollywood reporter. And they said, you know what? Mm -mm. But the rap. And I was like, of course the rap would take it. Because, you know, if you're trying to become that, that, that site, you know what I'm saying? You're going to take a story like this because you're going to get the clicks. And they got the clicks. Um, so I don't know. A part of me understands her anger and, I, and you should always accept your anger. I just don't know if I would do it. And I'm not saying it because it's a woman. I would say that if that was two gay men, I would still call him petty for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I would say, you're petty for doing that. I get where you're coming from, but you're causing new drama that really didn't have to be. I don't know. What did you think? Okay, this is this is a we have to believe her because we don't have anything else. We don't have a reason not to. Number one, number two, she's saying that he's a hypocrite as far as saying that he believes in uh, feminists and feminism and all this jazz. Um, well, he's he got a an award for. Uh, support of women's rights in 2006. But if he's not doing that in his home, if he's being all these things that she's claiming him to be, then by default, yeah, he is a hypocrite. And again, I'm going on what she said. Not any other, other third party verifications out there. So... At this point, I don't. I don't know. Was it a little bit tasteless to put all their business out in the street? Maybe, but then again, that's that's not my call to tell somebody. Oh, you shouldn't say that, or you shouldn't do that when it doesn't when it doesn't affect me. You know, I don't have a a dog in that fight. So, well, so I, you say that. You see, but you said that, but see, I guess what gets me is everybody else seems like they have a dog. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, everybody has an opinion. And I'm like, I'm to me, it tickles me. Because I'm like, y'all have an opinion over something that you that you only get one part of. You know what I'm saying? And, you, and I always turn it back on someone to be like, would you want somebody to have that same opinion of you? Like, what if it was me? Like, okay, what if it was like you online? All of a sudden, your ex is telling your business. 
Right. Do you? How would you feel if everybody all of a sudden like mm, I knew Nick was like that? And you're like, bitch, you don't even know who I am. Like, you know, you got all these folks saying, I knew you were like that, or I, of course, you would be that way. You have people coming at you, and you're like, I don't know the whole story, but okay. Like, a part of me, I guess, I'm looking at it like if it was me, I would be like, I don't want y'all coming at me. You don't know what happened in my house, and the fact that my ex is telling my business. And I'm choosing not to get up into this mess. I would hope that some of y'all would be like, you know what? Go have a dog in a fight. That's them. That's them. I it comes up becomes a slippery slope because everybody's fucked up mm-hmm. in one way or another. So I don't I, I... I'm glad you said that too. I wanna I, 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 I jump on that because I think that also <laughs> About some of y'all on the social medias, is y'all oh act like <laughs> y'all act like y'all wouldn't have done something similar, or y'all have not done something. Let me just—I'm gonna put myself out in the street. I know I have been called an f boy. I know I have f boy tendencies. I'm just gonna be honest. I know I'm not perfect. So I'm not gonna sit here and talk about how how dare you? You don't know why I've made mistakes like that. I cheated on my girlfriend when with my roommate. With two other men when I was in college. I, who am I to sit up here and be like all up in somebody else's business when I know I ain't perfect? You know what I'm saying? I, I have made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. But I guess it, what gets me is how sometimes when you're on social media, you see all this stuff and people are like going after the guy or whatever, saying, like, I know he's a cheater. He ain't no good. I'm like, okay. How many of y'all are squeaky clean? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, to me, I'm like, I'm not going to get in their business because I know I ain't sneaking clean. I've done some dirt. So why am I up here and trying to get on somebody else for doing some dirt? Right. Trump is different. We can all get on that. Right. That <laughs> That's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole nother and if evil. You, yeah. And if you've done something trifling, I will say like, that was trifling. And I'll make jokes. Like y'all see me, I'll make jokes. I'll say as an alleged homewrecker or whatever. But I'm like, no, actually, no. I've, like, for example, I've, oh, insecure. Molly sleeping with a married man in an open situation. I've done that. They were, you know, <laughs> I've done that. So I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't be that person. So it, it irks the F out of me when I see people get on this horse about, I knew he was a dog. I'm like, oh, I said, okay. Well, what if we put your business off? Okay. How you know, though? <laughs> How you know that Joss Wheaton is a dog, though? But that's, that's where I'm coming from. Like, but you, I don't know if you, you saw the tweets and people when they think pieces. I'm like, okay, I, I was at a point. It wasn't really about me defending the faith. It was more about like, okay, some of y'all are doing the most. It's like you know, it's those church women. They'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she knows. You know, and you, you you remember at the near the end of Poetic Justice when they were in the uh, salon. And it was Candy Alexander was playing one of the characters, and they were talking about that one woman saying that mm, you know she nasty and her hair is yakka, you know that's not like stuff like that. Oh, when she gonna... said, um, when she's like, uh, just know that whenever he kissed you, you tasted my pussy or something like that. It's that type of stuff where it's like we need to be mindful of we're not perfect either. So before we start throwing judgments based on one-sided views and opinions or whatever, whatever, can we look in our backyard and say, well, shoot, they put out my business out in the street. <laughs> and I say the same. I'm telling y'all, no, this hoe right here, this this nigga right here cannot 
So that's why I'm not going to sit here and I'll run your record. Like, I'll run a record on R. Kelly. If I ain't did anything like R. Kelly. But if it comes to someone like being, you know, infidelity in a relationship, I'll say, yeah, I've done that. I've done that. I can't even. Because where I was then is not where I am now. Where Joss was at at that time, he may not be there. We don't know. So that's why I'm not going to. Again, it's not about him being my fave. It's just like, it's more about, I just wish people would stop jumping on bandwagons because it's cool to do, or jumping on bandwagons. I think that they, they backyard, not realizing their backyard is cluttered too. So I'm just saying, y'all, the next time stuff like this happens and y'all quick to jump on folks on social media, y'all be careful because what if somebody flip and be like, well, Trick, we can talk about what you do. So I know half of y'all. And you see it every day because, you know, you have these men talking about like these women are all whatever, but then turn around they found they done smashed 45 different folks. <laughs> so you're just like, okay. There was this back and forth that I saw that this guy was trying to see his kid and he was saying that his girl was no good. But then she was like, oh, well, you didn't ever give this kid any money for diapers and uh, he said that she tried to abort him and it was just so... It was to the point where it was like, okay, are y'all making all this up? <laughs> it was yeah. crazy. Dude, I do find, I do support, I guess this is not, I do support women, I do. However, I want, I also want to say that when it comes to issues like this, I like to hear both sides. I can't automatically jump on one side and stay on it. I need to know what I'm dealing with. It's like your taxes. You need to know what you're dealing with. <laughs> Before they do something, because you can say one thing. Because think about it, the income tax people—they give you an option. They say you owe us this, but we, but we, but it's it's an optional. We need to know your side so if we make a conclusion, right? So I'm like, okay, well, why don't we just figure out what's going on? What I did appreciate about it, it was kind of shady. You can say it was shady. Josh said, uh, or his publicist or whoever said it was like, we're not responding to this for the respect of her. And our family. And I was like, oops. So it made her come off like you're kind of, you're playing that stereotype, even though that's maybe not have been her, her role. She wasn't trying to be a stereotype. But I would feel like if I was her, I would be like, I will not do this because the last thing I want is people look at me as the bitter ex, as the Alexis. You know, like I don't want to be that. And also, I got kids and I'm not trying to drag them back out in this. So, if I have an issue with him, if I didn't solve it within the damn five years that we were separated, then I need to let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? Just let it go. Let it go. You cheated on me. You told me. All right. I didn't get an STD. I got some money. You still have to pay alimony or whatever that is. I'm good. I'm out. Don't talk to me again. And just call it a day. You don't need to be out here telling your truth because we still don't know what happened in the house. We still don't know. Um, so, Please, I mean, and again, y'all, if y'all defended her, fine. I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying for me, I'm just a logical bitch, and I like to sometimes sit down and be like, well, let me... And maybe because that's what I do in my job. I have to be logical. I can't just sit there and just be one side. I have to... Like, I gotta know everything before I make a decision. And again, some of y'all... Some of y'all were doing the most. <laughs> were doing the most. But I love you. Some of you still my friends, but I swear to God, y'all were doing the most. I'm just here to say I'm not perfect, so I'm not going to demand anybody else. 
And I just told my business. But I don't know what that <laughs> So what else we have? I think we're winding down on this tea. I do I have some some uh Overwatch news. Yes. So as you know, I've been playing Overwatch like a crack fiend for like a year and a half now. Um so season oh gosh, what's it, season five or season six of this past comp comp uh, competitive season ended yesterday. Either yesterday or the day before yesterday. And the new season is supposed to start on the thirty first. Also coming uh, is a redesign of Mercy. So Mercy is one of the support healers. And she uh, she has the ability to raise a whole group of people once they're down. Now they're changing it. Her ultimate is going to be what's called the Valkyrie. And the Valkyrie, basically she turns into this monster of a character she can fly literally fly all around the map her damage is boosted uh she becomes basically a brand new character another ability is instead of right now mercy can either heal or damage boost one character once they update her She'll be able to boost or dam- boost or heal multiple characters and it'll reach farther and through walls. So this revamp of Mercy is going to be, it's going to change the game yet again. And you know, Blizzard constantly does that. Uh, in addition to changing Mercy, D.Va is going to get some of her uh, weapons and abilities changed. So right for right now, her... Uh, Matrix, uh, her defense matrix, usually it's kind of a, uh, it's a, a bitch when you have to fight against that because it eats up damn near anything. It could eat up, uh, ult from McCree, Soldier, Farah, uh, I think even Zarya's. So it's almost overpowered. So they're going to dial that back. They're also going to give her, I believe rockets. Now, to the extent of which these rockets are, I'm not typically sure, but it would be nice if they might be homing so they can lock on and whatnot. But Blizzard is, you know, they keep on revamping and introducing new things. They've also announced, uh, I think it dropped today, uh, a deathmatch style uh, event in the arcade mode. So... Yeah, I know you're playing, still playing Overwatch, cause you know why not. And that's all I have for video game news. No, that's good. I know we've been talking about Overwatch a lot, especially with Mercy. Like, I think Mercy. That's all Mercy was talking about. Like all these are most of the play. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was reviving everybody. So this could be fun. Any news about this? Kingdom Hearts, because I feel like I heard it, and then next thing you know... It's supposed to be, Kingdom Hearts is supposed to be coming, they said next year. I was like, the second coming of Jesus got it better come. He's coming before that game drops, and even then, I need to see an actual physical copy. Because that game, I think, it was supposed to come out at least 10 years ago, maybe. It was supposed to be coming out a long time ago, and they've been bitching and moaning, and bitching and moaning. And we just got the Last Guardian 
that was supposed to have come out a long time ago. I don't know. And, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to live up to the hype. It really isn't. And we're supposed to get a a remake of Final Fantasy VII. That was supposed to be a long time ago. They said that's supposed to come out next year. I don't, I I don't know. I think Final Fantasy has been out since. Final Fantasy has been out since the 80s. We're on Final Fantasy 15 right now. That's the latest one. And even that, that took in development at least six or seven years. So yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not holding my breath for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 because I've I remember when the original one was announced and everybody was pissed off. They were like, Disney and Final Fantasy characters, what the fuck are you doing? You're destroying my childhood, yada, yada, yada. And then the game was released and everybody loved it. I was like, I was like, y'all silly. Everything. Everything. Oh, well, I guess that's it for us this week. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Pretty much all we this week. I just want to say I want to give a shout out to some of those who, some of y'all who um, binge read my comic this weekend. Thank you. Thank you a lot for that. Um, and also some of y'all gave, y'all gave like not really feedback. Y'all was just telling me how much, um, like Triple Red Baron, thank you. They just tell me, just, he was just like telling me everything. So I appreciate that. Um, Mr. Hi, thank you. And, um, you know, y'all, all y'all, thank y'all for reading this. I was really very happy to see that. Um, so, thank y'all for reading it. Tell me about it, all this stuff. Um, also, um, if you hadn't heard that we got some uh, Universal Fan Con dropped some big news yesterday as far as more guests, uh, we have Big Daddy Kane coming, Bruce Langley from American Gods. The more Barnes from American Gods, uh, Katie Sullivan, she's a comedian, uh, Makad Brooks of Supergirl, and uh, Ricky Whittle of American Gods. And I know there's going to be some more announcements coming. So, uh, yeah, Universal FanCon is not playing. So go ahead and get your tickets. I think uh, hotel rooms are available right now. Go over to the website. UniversalVanCon.com and get all that news there. Yes. And I just want to jump back to um, Death Note. The character, uh, the actor's name is Lakeith Stansfield. Yeah, he was in uh, Get Out. Yeah, he was in Get Out. And he has a very wide range. Actually, he just said that he loved to play the new Joker. We didn't talk about that. You know what? Do we have to? I mean, because that's a lot of unnecessary headaches that. We don't. We don't want. We don't need a movie about the Joker. We don't want a movie with Harley and Joker. And he, if he should not be in the Gotham Sirens, basically, you just had successful woman leading your saving your damn cinematic universe. <laughs> Leave it with that. Yeah, it was like they didn't they um they sped up the the release date. Or at least they moved it up. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You know, the, the the stupid part is, as bad as everybody hates this movie, or as bad as it will be 
it will still make money. You know, I wish people would stop doing that. You know, just giving money. Because y'all gave money to Suicide Squad, and that's the mess. And they trying to push that through. I'm like, you don't need to stop doing that. Right. And that they got Martin Corsese. I'm like... Like, Martin, what are you doing? Like, can he still give us a good movie? Because you tried with Vinyl, and that isn't going to get canceled. I just feel like that, you know... I just don't... I don't care enough. We already had Joker movies. The first Batman in 88, Heath Ledger, for God's sakes, was nominated for this role, right? Was he nominated for this role? I believe he was. So I'm simply going, we already had it to Joker. We already had it. If y'all could accomplish it in those two, there's no need to be Yeah, uh, see, and we're giving too much to it already. So, as always, y'all, uh, you can follow the podcast on Megashine Pod. You can follow us on Twitter as well. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor's at Wonderman5. We are set to drop a brand new website real soon. Uh, listen to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Uh-oh, just, you know, stay tuned. Um, oh, yeah, we got some, some big stuff coming. Oh, we do. You thought what I said today was something. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Oh.